This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Daily presented by BetMGM, Aaron Hawksworth, Jim Rodriguez with you. The PGA Tour heads to TPC Sawgrass this week for the Players' Championship. And with that, I would like to welcome in golf betting expert Kenny Kim. He is the host of the FG Degenerates pod via Mayo Media. You can also read his work on gupscorner.com. Kenny, welcome to the show. So this is a course where we have seen some volatility in years past. How do you handicap this tournament? Do you look at trends and course history? What do you factor in before you're placing your bets? Uh, I mean, this course is definitely tough to handicap. Thanks for having me on, guys. Always a pleasure. Um, you know, because of all the water and the possible wins, I mean, you've seen winners from like Stephen Ames, Tim Clark to Rory McIlroy in the last 20 years. Paul Goidos has two top threes here since 2008. Uh, so, yeah. Definitely a little bit of volatility here. I mean, I, the way I'm going into it, uh, you know, because a lot of golfers have missed, great golfers have missed cuts here. Course history is, you know, tough, but I'm still going with it a little bit. But supreme ball strikers, good current form, and has had some semblance of success at this course at some point in time, even if it was just for one year. Uh, if I could see that they've done something, uh, then I'm probably on. Yeah, Kenny, it's it's got to be tough because obviously, you know, last year we had, you know, five days, all four seasons seemed to go on during during the tournament. The defending champion from last year isn't even in the field this year. We had COVID a couple years ago, so it's tough to maneuver around. So tell me who you're looking for this week to 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 do some damage over at Sawgrass. I mean, like I said, up top of the of the betting board. I mean, I'm looking for. The uh, ball striker extraordinaire is a good form. We've played well here. I'm the first one that comes to mind is Max Homa. You could probably get him around 20 to 1. Uh, you know, the guy's a proven winner now. One of the top golfers in the game. Uh, you know, his iron game and his off the tee is great. Uh, you know, last couple of weeks, his putter has fallen off a little bit. But usually his putter is, his, is one of the best parts of his game. Uh, so I'm hoping the ball striking continues and he gets on Hovland. 28 to 1. Another guy who's had success here who just, you know, ball striking, tee to green, outside of chipping, um, you know, is, is one of the best in the world. Uh, you know, hopefully he can do something like he did last week where he hit 16 of 18 greens. He doesn't have to worry too much uh, about uh, chipping it up and down. I mean, those are my two guys up top that I'm really looking at. I mean, we can go farther down the board if you want. 
Yeah, a little bit further down, would you consider Jason Day? He's had a, a bit of a resurgence as you talked about being in good form. Would you take a look at him? I mean, the number I think is just too low for a guy that hasn't won in like, I don't know, three, four, five years. I mean, you, you, it's hard to find anything better than 30 to one on day right now for a guy who just hasn't won. I mean, will his first win back be one of the biggest tournaments uh, in the world? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not on him this weekend, but I know a lot of people that are. Kenny, what about, you know, I have a buddy that says, listen, I'm going to keep, I'm going to ride a car till the wheels fall off. And John Rahm, he's already got three wins. How do you approach him going into this tournament? I'm just not the biggest fan of betting the top of the board, especially in an event like this. When it comes to DFS, sure. Uh, you know, I'll probably use a lot of John Rahm. But from the betting market, I think you can get like 11, 12 to 1 right now, which is not horrible. I mean, if you want to go after that type of player, uh, I mean, I, I can't tell you no, uh, because the guy's been amazing. It's just, it'll limit your betting board. Uh, you know, I sort of have a budget that I go through every week and I don't go over it. So it sort of limits the, the, the amount of bets that you're allowed to make. And there's so many variables and there's so many chances of long shots. I think personally this week, I mean, there's a bunch uh, that I like to go at. So I, I'm going to keep them off my card. I mean, I'm sticking with Homa as my, my highest uh, highest bet. What about any other uh, bets that you can look at, like who will finish in the top 10 or what top 20? What are some of the other markets that you like to look at? I don't usually play those, but I did look at some today. I mean, Webb Simpson uh, plus five and a half to one uh, for a top 20 doesn't seem horrible. Uh, you know, a lot of correlation to this course to Sedgefield. Of course, that's uh, the Wyndham Championship. He named his daughter after that. He played extremely well there. Uh, you know, and last week he had seven birdies on the back nine on Sunday uh, in a row. Uh, so it looks like he, you know, could be back former winner here. And when he won this event. I think he was up by like eight or nine strokes going into the back nine. He didn't just win this event. He crushed everybody. Uh, so, you know, seeing him at like 180 to one and then, you know, plus 550 for a top 20, I don't hate that. All right, Kenny, you, you piqued my interest when you said underdogs and guys down at the board. It's, give, give, me, give me some big-time underdogs that we can make some cash with this weekend. I mean, you know, if you can get the each ways, I mean, it would be great. I mean, a lot of bet, a lot of books are paying out twelve twelve places places for each ways this week. Um, you know, Webb hundred eighty to one, um, Justin Suh two hundred to one, one of the best amateur players out there. Uh, when coming up, Justin Suh, he was in the same class as Morikawa and Hovland. He just still hasn't gotten to that level yet, but it's coming soon. Good friends with Kurt Kitayama who, of course, won last week. I sort of like that narrative. When you see your buddies win, it gives you a little bit more motivation to come out and play well. I like him. Uh, Danny Willett, 300-1. to 1. He was in contention mm. coming into the weekend just last week at another elevated event. Um, you know, you, we know that he can win the big-time events. He beat Jordan Spieth at the Masters. It looks like his game has found some semblance of consistency or – as consistent as it can be for him as a, as a player who's sort of getting on in age. Uh, 300 to 1, uh, not the worst number out there for him. Davis Riley, you can get around 150 to 1. Florida kid who seems to really, really play well in this state. Really strong finish last week. Runner up at the Valspar uh, last year. He seems like he's comfortable in this area. It's another guy you can look at. 
What about some of these matchups that you can find? Um, have you taken a look at any of those and did any stand out to you? Or is there just not a lot of value there? It's like, is that kind of like an amateur bet to look at the matchups? No, I mean, matchups are so tough because of the volatility. I do not really play matchups. I know a lot of guys out there who are amazing at it. Um, I am definitely not one of those guys. Uh, you know, I mean, just looking at the, the top, I mean, you don't really get the best numbers. I mean, Tom Kim plus 120 over Patrick Cantley. I don't know. I don't know. Both of them are playing. I mean, I know Cantley's playing really well. I don't know if I'd make that bet, but you can get positive money on Tom Kim uh, in that in that range. Ricky Fowler plus 110 over Morikawa. I don't know. I mean, those numbers, they don't get my juices going. I'm not the biggest fan of those type of matchups. Hey, Kenny, the, the PGA changing some rules around. It looks like cuts are going away. Tell me about how, how that's affecting it and, and how it affects it toward toward the betting market. Well, I mean, I, you know, for these, it's only eight events that are going to have no cut. Um, so it, it's not like a, a whole bunch. You're still going to have 30-plus events with a cut. Uh, but, I mean, in these no-cut events, what it tends to do is it seems to – bunch everyone together especially down uh you know when it comes to the favorites i mean i can see some of these where you have like 10 15 golfers that are 25 to 1 or less and it sort of bunches that together because everyone is so good that's really the only way the books can be safe uh you know you might be able to catch like a flyer on a guy who's playing well uh like a shane lowry this week who's 50 to 1 uh, you know, you might be able to find one or two numbers like that. But when it comes to the elite golfers, they're all going to be sort of bunched together, and it sort of makes it tougher to find value. Have you bet on um, live much and had some success, or is that a, just a stay away for you? I, you know, I watch I watch live. I, you know, I mean, Dustin Johnson is one of my favorite golfers. Cam is one of my favorite golfers. I don't bet on it because I just don't know the courses very well. Um, I, I could – dig deep into it if I wanted to, but I, you know, I just watch, I put that on like the third TV on Sunday. You know, I'll have the PGA on the big one. I'll have like ESPN plus watching some featured group on the second big TV. And I'll have live on the 40 inch, uh, the, the smaller TV that I got, but I'm still watching. I'm still watching, not betting though. Just don't know enough about the courses. Speaking of guys that are golfing, the Washington Commanders, uh, Kenny, you're 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 a big fan of them. Um, it's it's been an interesting off season. It's been an interesting season with the with ownership and both and on the field and, and on the field. Well, what's 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 your wish list when when you're when you're when you're doing the the the, the turn on the back nine and you're thinking about Washington and the Commanders about what they need to get going on? Get rid of Dan Snyder. That's it. That's all I want. That's all I want. I mean, if you watch these defend these XFL games, the defenders, the fan base is ready to explode. I mean, these guys are these fans are out here. I think I'm going to go to a game here soon. I mean, the fans at these XFL games are having a good time. They're ready to just get back and root for my team, our team, DC's team. Just get rid of Dan Snyder. Get rid of him, please, Lord Jesus. And then I'll take whatever else happens after that. Well, you know it's hard to win in the NFC East back-to-back years, so it's probably not going to be the Eagles if history tells us anything. How do you see this division uh, playing out? Do you think it's going to be the Giants now that uh, they're all invested in Danny Dimes? What's your assessment of the NFC East? I mean, you know, I'm a homer, man. I I need Sam Howell to go out there and be (laughs) QB1 
for like a million dollars these next three years so we can get all the pieces around him. I mean, I, I'll go commanders 12 and five win the division. I love it. I mean, all, all the stuff I'm hearing, Taylor Heineke was saying really good things about him during the Super Bowl. What are, have you been impressed with Sam Howell? I know there's a lot of buzz here in Washington about him. The big thing about him is, you know, he's a little bit more mobile than people think. I mean, when he was in North Carolina, I think he gained like 800 yards rushing his senior year or his junior year uh, to go along with all those touchdown passes uh, and yardages, yards he got. So the guy has a little fleet of foot action going. I mean, that's what you sort of need in the NFL nowadays, right? Uh, and so I just hope that he can get an offensive line around him that can, you know, keep him upright, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Kenny Kim of the FG Degenerates pod via Mayo Media. You can also read his work at gupscorner.com. Thank you so much for your best bets at the Players' Championship. Always appreciate having Kenny Kim on. And uh, before we go to break, I want to hear a little bit more about your other show, J-Rod. Maybe drinking some Jack today? Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I keep... I'm, I'm, I'm like a cab driver. I have many different, you know, formations. And yes, I, I do a cigar show. Um, it's, it's the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. And uh, one of the producers sent me a, a nice double-barreled Jack Daniels exclusive bottle. I guess one of the Jack Daniels reps came by the magazine. And today, after we get done with BetQL Daily, we're going to go smoke some stogies and do some pairings with the Jack. So I'll be sure to be posting on my social media, J-Rod Show, Twitter and Instagram. J-Rod Show, not that guy who plays for the Mariners. I'm the OG. I'm J-Rod Show. Uh, I was J-Rod Show when that guy was in diapers. So we'll be smoking some smoky <laughs> treats and drinking some Jack Daniels. Did they? Did the Mariners just give up on that, or his people? How they were offering I, I, money I, I last I will say year? this. I will say this. What does a what does a seven thousand pound bird say, Aaron? Cheap, uh... cheap, cheap, <laughs> cheap, cheap. All right, we'll so you don't regret way. your decision to tell them to no, keep it I, moving. No, I don't. Listen, I, I, I was, I'm J-Rod Show, and, and maybe we're, we're – we're, I'm not going to say I'm Lamar Jackson, but I'm inve- maybe I'm more Daniel Jones than Lamar Jackson. I'm, I'm investing in my future here, betting on myself. <laughs> I don't I have an agent either, have... so maybe I'm more Lamar on this. <laughs> What's the total? What are we setting the total at in terms of how many cigars you might be smoking today? One? <sighs> Two at at work at work it'll probably be at work it'll probably be one. I'm actually going to Charlotte, North Carolina this weekend. I'm meeting with a buddy of mine who owns a shop in South Carolina, right, like 15 minutes away. So we'll we'll have some smoking, you know, research and development. So I would imagine it'll probably be today, maybe a two cigar day, and this weekend, you know, probably you know it'll be three seven plus. Three, four. I mean, no, we're okay, not crazy. For today, I'll set it at one and a half, and I will take the over. So I'll need an update Ooh. on that for All right. tomorrow. All right. Are you pairing it with All any right. other okay. alcohol or just this Jack? Oh, I, I'm sure there will be. I mean, you know, who am I to who am I to to stop progress? You know, who am I? I'm just a man. You know, who am I to to? to I don't want to take away from the experience of our of our readers and our consumers. You know. 
All right, so maybe I should Just change this to three. This is feeling like a three cigar type of day. <laughs> I do got to take this my is... kid to his to his swim practice tonight, so I got I can't be too banged up. Okay, all right. Well, maybe it'll just be two. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We're chasing that paper with Vegas Insiders Joe Osborne next on the BetQL Network.